Hello, and welcome to the Betsy Boss Podcast. Welcome back, and happy Halloween. Today, we are talking to the lovely, the talented, the Tiffany, who has a bookstagram and a book talk, wherein she discusses and recommends different books. And this month, for the month of Halloween, for spooky season, she's been telling all different scary stories in her own voice. And we know that you guys are going to love her. If you haven't already heard her stuff, which it's likely that you may have because she has gone viral and has absolutely blown up, she's going to tell us all about the incredible rise to fame that she's had in just a few short months. But if you haven't listened to her yet, you'll be listening to her by the end of this because we know that just because Halloween is over, it just happened two days ago, does not mean that we are done with spooky season. So let's welcome Tiffany to the podcast. So I guess we should start with just kind of who you are, you know, where people can find you and who are you and (laughs) where are you from and what are you doing with this thing called life? So my name is Tiffany. I'm 25 and I live in Maine and I went to nursing school, became a labor and delivery postpartum nurse and thought that was my dream job and what I was going to do forever. And then I had my son and he wouldn't take a bottle, wouldn't take a pacifier, wouldn't take a swaddle. And I was on overnight. So I'd go to work and he would scream for hours and hours. And my husband was losing his mind and he's like, we cannot do this. (laughs) So I cut back uh, to per diem. And then with my extra time, all my extra time raising a toddler, right? I um, just thing and TikTok was becoming pretty big through the pandemic. So by the end of last year, I was like, let me just see if I can make videos talking about books. And in the almost 11 months now that I've been on TikTok, it took me six months to get to 10,000 followers and I just hit 370,000. So cool. That's incredible. That's gotta be so rewarding to see that like, I can't imagine just seeing those numbers climb like that. For a while, I was like, why am I doing this? Is anybody even (laughs) watching this? Because it's it's a low number. I was like, you know what? It's fun. So I continued with it and it has paid off here in the last few months. And so if you are looking to find me, my tag on TikTok is at bookfest at Tiffany's. And I just joined Instagram, but I couldn't get the original tag. So it's bookfest period at Tiffany's. And I have one post on there because I, like I said, I have no clue what I'm doing. but I'm going to learn. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, the way that those tags or the way that the handles yeah. or whatever get taken up mm-hmm. and people have gotten to the point where I don't know if you do this or if you've done it with your son, but uh, oh, people okay. will like reserve a username for their child. So that, <laughs> yeah, that I have not is, done this. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't want to talk to me smack about it in case, you know, you had done it. No, I will tell you, I, we have, I guess we my step uncle technically. Parents did grow up, grow up together. So, you know, we know him, but whatever, very big tech guy. And when he had his kid, he right away went and reserved all of their names as um, URLs. He did that for all of his kids. kids. That's a good idea. Once it's taken, it's taken. (laughs) Right. I mean, why not? You know? I did reach out to the person who has the tag on Instagram, but it seems like something that they like made years ago and haven't been on. And Instagram doesn't have a really good system for trying to say like, oh, is that account inactive? Is there any way I could get it? So I like messaged her, was looking at people she follows and is following her like, does anybody know her in real life? Yeah, I couldn't find it though. She'd had it, like you're saying, you probably think for like a while there because it's not like 
a crazy, like, it seems like such an original right. idea and a fun little name. I thought it was cute. Like yeah, a little pen on, on breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think another thing that we would love to learn a little bit more about you is obviously the one episode was really what, or I don't even know what you call it, video. Like, yeah, so the one TikTok. I, I, I'm, I'm you're referring to the skin wall, the skin wall episode. So we were both, I mean, instantly the both yeah. of us when we saw that we were like, we've got to get this girl yeah. on here because <laughs> I was worried at first because I'm like, I bet they think that I'm not narrating this. I bet they think my house has skin walls. So I was like, I just have to clarify. Also, literally, that was what we thought and at first. Thank God you know? it's not. For those of us who are listening who like may not have seen that snapshot of you on TikTok, do you want to tell the story of the skin walls or give like a brief like little snapshot of it to remind us why we fell in love with you in the first place? <laughs> so I had this idea for October. I was like, people like spooky stuff. I'm in a spooky mood and a big new like trend on book talk is to tell the story as if you're like acting as the main character mm -hmm. the thing is usually those videos stay in book talk but when they're a little bit crazier they go way out and that has, is what happened with this one so a lot of people I did pin a comment this is a story just so you know I guess people aren't seeing pinned comments all the time or I'm not sure exactly what what happens but a lot of people think this is a true story so I got actually a lot of negative feedback about this I a lot of people were very angry oh my god <laughs> they angry said they thought that it was your story and yeah, it wasn't or, yes like, they thought it was real and they were so invested that they were angry that there was no more information that oh so you just lied to get views I'm like please I was just narrating it's like acting just like with your voice right. your you know username too and I hashtagged scary stories I like put the user but you know it's easy to miss that stuff on TikTok so I don't blame anybody, but I'm like, if anybody's really that mad, <laughs> it's a story. What, maybe just evaluate, why are you so mad? So anyway, so the yes. story is a short story that I found on Reddit. It's called This New Old Home. And the username is, I think, Bad Out of Hell 821. So it's a Halloween themed username. Um, but the story essentially goes, and I'm paraphrasing because I wanted it to be a little bit more natural coming from me than how it's written. But essentially I said that my husband and I have bought a house and we're undergoing a renovation because it's very cute on the outside, but the inside has a lot of work. So he's turning the kitchen into the master bedroom, which so many people are shocked about, by the way, they're like, that's way too expensive. Why is he doing that? Well, that's probably what they're really <laughs> Yeah, that's the about. real angry comments. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And I was on um, like a simpler project, which is wallpaper removal duty. And the major issue with the wallpaper is that it is everywhere. So it's not just on the walls, it's on the ceiling. And it's a very huge task that I'm undertaking. But as I began to do it, even though I was having fun, because it's like when you get a sunburn and you feel the skin off your shoulders, which was another thing that I learned so much about is like skin cancer. And if you get to the point where you are burning and peeling, if you do that just five times in your life, your risk is like extremely high. Yeah, that's, I have issues with burning in general and oh if I get God. sick and yes, yeah, like it, it, raises your chances significantly. Oh like. my God. It's so scary. And I mean, sunscreen is so important and, you know, shameless plug for sunscreen here. <laughs> Do we have a sponsor? Do we have a sunscreen sponsor? <laughs> Come on. But yeah. I kind of liked that little piece of education because I've had a lot of peelable burns and yeah. I like, just think it's fun. I've never thought like, oh, I'm, this is dangerous for me. Yeah. 
So I had some dermatologists in the comment section, but as I continued to peel the wallpaper, I revealed names and dates underneath. And there was a whole list under each section of names and dates. So I decided, okay, let me Google it. Cause I'm curious. I listened to another podcast. I'm a big crime junkie. So naturally I would Google this thing, right? I find that the names and the dates are missing people and the dates are the dates that they have been missing. So as I continue to Google, each one is a separate missing person. So logically I'm thinking I need to report this to the authorities. So when they come and they start investigating, we are not allowed in the house anymore. Uh, crime scene, you know, all that. Right. Well, then I get a call and they had some testing done on the wallpaper and it turns out it's not wallpaper, that it is skin. Yucky. So. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And that just us both when we watched that part, like that is the mic drop yeah. of that story. And I intentionally did it like right in one second, right at the end of the video. Cause then you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. 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 And then it starts yeah. over again. TikTok is so like, it's, you know, all looping videos. Yep. And, and you have to, you have to grab attention like that or your videos. That's the thing about TikTok. Your videos do not perform well unless you're kind of being extreme, to be honest. Yeah. So I, the reason I paraphrased too was in the original story, they're in the house and the police officer or the examiner, whoever's there is like, oh yeah, it is human. And the person's like, what's human? And they're like, the sample, it's human skin. And the person's like in the house. And I'm like, how am I going to convince people that I'm standing in the house and having this reveal? Right. (laughs) I I had to do some paraphrasing to make it more believable or to make it more engaging. Of course. It is not my original story. I did not purchase a house with skin walls. Thankfully. (laughs) Thank God. Yeah, exactly. With your sweet little baby, like chilling in the bed, like, oh my God. Imagine like I have him helping me peel off wallpaper and it's skin. Right? Oh, imagine. Some people are like, did you get tested? That's disgusting. Do you know? <laughs> They're like, do you, how did it hold up? Was, what was it preserved with? <laughs> They're good questions. Yeah. 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 It's very thought provoking. Like it's crazy again to hear like what the reactions that you got, like people are really like, you got to worry, and- worry about this and this and this. And like, so do we have any idea as to where the author of this story got it from? Like, did they just come up with it? Is there any grain of truth? Like you're talking about just how all these different genres right. of scary the, stories, like the in- creepy pasta stuff and like all that type of stuff too. That's what we were wondering is like, where do you come up with these ideas and kind of you know, any background on like that one in particular, if you know. Yeah. So I was just exploring like creepy stories all over the internet. So I started on Google, but made my way to Reddit because I do like Reddit. Yeah. yeah. And that was a very short thing. And, you know, people just post and they go on. So there's not a lot of information, but after I posted the video, people were like, this did happen. This is based on a real story. It's just not you though. <laughs> Oh my God. So I did, I did intend to do some more research on it to figure out, okay, let me see if I can get any information, but I've yet, I've yet to do that. So I don't have that information. Sorry, but I'm sure something like that has happened. Why wouldn't it that somebody is putting information in their house about their murder victims? I mean, I guess that's kind of what you were explaining to me is that the whole idea of that creepypasta genre isn't necessarily to like have a grain of truth or to be totally true or whatever, but it's more to raise doubts and suspicions in the readers and Mm -hmm. try to get them to think hey like could this be true could this happen 
you know, it really is thought provoking and it leads you down a weird thought road in a way Mm -hmm. and it's just fun like I know that obviously serial killers and murderers that's not fun but it is like fun to talk about it and you know to think of spooky things do I ever want to meet one no No. sure yeah do I ever want that to be my actual wallpaper my house that I discover no but (laughs) but there is something intriguing about those stories so even if they're not true I almost think sometimes fiction is better than reality because we don't always get answers in reality or we don't get all the information that we're wanting so when it's fiction, they can fill stuff in and you're like, oh, that makes it so much more fun. <laughs> yeah, so juicy. Oh my gosh. So did you always love reading? Did you always love books? Like when did you yeah. get into that? Yeah. So I was really into reading in high school when I had a little bit more uh, free time. And then when I went to college, nursing school was intensive. So I stopped <laughs> reading for fun. Yeah. And then as an adult picked it up again, but this year I'm, is the most I've been into it for sure. I actually had gotten completely rid of my home library before going to college and then now have built all this again in this one year. So that's great. Wow. <laughs> Just in a year. Wow. Yes. That's impressive. That's so cool. It's so cute too. My husband was straightening it up for me yesterday. He's like, I want it to look good if it's a video. <laughs> oh, it looks beautiful. Oh my um, yeah, God. I'll tell him. <laughs> yeah. Good oh my job. gosh. Good you did job. a great job. <laughs> good work, buddy. Yeah. So I, I have always been into stories, not just written stories, but also I love TV. I love movies. I just think my life has been very standard. And so when you read like that saying readers live a thousand different lives, I'm like, it's true. My life literally went in the way that like, you know, when you're growing up, people tell you like, oh, graduate, go to college, get a degree, get married, have babies. I did everything like by the book or just so by the book. So then when I read books and things are not by the book, I'm like, I can live all these different lives. (laughs) I read a serial killer romance this week. Like I would never date a serial killer. But right. I want to read about somebody dating a serial killer. <laughs> like that's a way to do that without actually doing it. Like yes, yeah, totally. Wow. Yeah. So I've always been into it. I think it's I think it's just fun. It's yeah. nerdy to a lot of people, but I I've found now there's a very large nerdy community on the internet. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. big time. Reddit especially is always good. I love Reddit. Yeah, they're great, mm-hmm. and it's such a nice community too. Like everybody is just so into whatever it is that they're into and they're down to hear more from other people and share stories and collaborate Mm -hmm. and all that so it's that's one thing the internet's really great for it is yeah there's plenty that it's you know not good for but I think that's that's a really nice thing just unifying people from all over the place yeah yeah no Mm -hmm. but I guess kind of like I was saying to the other question is like where do you get all these ideas Is, is it always kind of on the internet or I guess like for this one, for Halloween, you you were looking for something spooky in particular. What kind of is your inspiration for some of the different ideas or topics that you, you know, end up exploring? So I do go somewhat based on just like the time of the year, like, oh, here are some good Valentine's reads. Here are some good reads for summer or for spooky season. So it is influenced a lot by my mood um, and a lot by trends. I think that some of it, like I, as soon as I started doing story time, I'm not going to lie, like some of my motivation in TikTok is to grow in followers because there is, there is, there are benefits and you get like financial opportunities from, from growing. So I'm like, okay, let me, and the algorithm is so confusing that I'm like, I need to figure out how to break this. And I was seeing that my story time videos are performing pretty well. So I'm like, am I a natural writer? 
I would like to think I could write, but I don't actually like the process of sitting down to write. <laughs> so therein lies the issue. But there are lots of stories that we're recommending books and we're talking about like published authors, but there are people who are just posting on these sites or there's indie authors or short stories that people haven't really ventured into sharing that much yet. So I was like, let me see if there's anything scary that I can narrate on the internet because I had started playing around with the idea of I would like to do audiobook narration and I had gotten a few comments about it. And I was like, okay, let me see if I could even be convincing in the way that I'm narrating or that I'm telling the stories. So then I just, you know, sometimes these TikTok videos, I swear the ones that I just randomly do and don't put a lot of planning into, those are the ones that perform well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the ones that I think about for weeks and plan, and I'm like, this is going to be great. I try to post it at the perfect time. 1000 views. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, oh my gosh, that's just such a, a metaphor for life in general, <laughs> I guess. But yeah. it's so true though. Like, I think the reason that we were both drawn to you and to your content, your video and everything was like, just your delivery was so good. And Thank you. You, know, you were fun to listen to. And you also just like you took it on in a way that it did feel like it was you and yeah. you clearly are getting these people like invested in your stories and it's awesome. I mean, that's a talent in and of itself to be able to narrate and make people feel like they're part of something. Yeah. And thank you. Oh gosh, like this girl who I could know, you know, went through this or, you know, oh, I actually forgot to mention that too. I had people I know message me and they're like, what what house did you buy is this true what is happening like four people that I went to school with no way oh my, oh my god like it's fine it tells you though you're convincing though like I mean these are people that know you even and like exactly you know? so, and they were like good. how did this happen without me knowing right you're like well it didn't yeah so. <laughs> it's because it didn't happen that's why <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious oh that's so cool <laughs> I just personally find that format more engaging too. Cause when I see those videos, there's even people that I constantly watch their content. And when they do a video like that, I'm like, wow, what is going on? And then you get like halfway through or three quarters of the way through and you're like, oh, it's a review video, but yeah. it's so much more engaging than someone just like, you know, we got to the point where we're all showing books. We're picking up books. Here's what the book's about. I just wanted a break. And I was really enjoying when people were acting or narrating as if they were the main character. So I'm like, I just want to try it. I want to yeah. see how it's going to go. Yeah. Oh, and I love it. And that's the whole, the whole grab of reading is feeling like you're in it and you're part of something and you're, you know, enjoying it. And for you to be able to like bring people in that way, capture their attention and imagination, like that's awesome. And you're probably bringing a ton of attention to books, authors, what have you that might not have gotten that attention anyway. Yeah, I think that's really cool too. Yeah. Um, I, the next, uh, I don't know if it was the next video or the third video in that series that I do, but I talked about one of my favorite thriller books and there was a lot of positive reaction to that. And they were like, Oh wait, this is a book. I'm going to get it. I'm going to read it. And then I'm going to come back and watch your videos. And I was like, that's great. That was my intention with that. Cause the book is better than even me doing the narration and like trying to engage the book has so much more information. It's going to reveal more to you. So read the book. And then yeah, come back. You're almost like the uh, trailer for it. In yeah. A way, you know, like, yes, right. That's that. Yeah. That yeah. is the intention behind that. Yeah. That's so true. And it's kind of helpful to both of you, you and the author of the book to kind of, cause you're growing, you're, you know, stretching your 
wings, your narration mm-hmm. wings, and they get to have all this awesome promotion too. Like it, it's exactly. great. It's really a win-win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I am having like now smaller authors reaching out to me. Like, I'd love to send you my book. I love the way that yeah. you, that yeah. you review and you like format your videos. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. So actually a lot of the books I've gotten this year have been, um, like gifted from authors or donated oh. or things like that. Oh, that's so fun. Oh my that's God. Really cool. As such an avid reader, you must be so excited by stuff like that. That's really Oh yeah. Cool. Anytime I receive a book in the mail, it's like a, a really good surprise. And my husband is thankful because reading is not a cheap hobby. Like each book, one off 15, $20 for a book that like, if I really am sitting and reading, you can read in one day. So it gets a, he's like, thank God you did this. Look at all this money we're saving on books. <laughs> oh yeah. For that alone, like just to keep up that interest and hobby. Like, yes. yeah, that's mm-hmm. so true. I have to ask, have you ever had anybody and obviously not naming names, but anybody send you a book where you're like, oh my God, this sucks. Like, how am I going to make a positive review about this? Yeah. I have had one experience that I can think of in particular, where I really liked the first book. I gave it four stars and I was like, this is interesting. It has a great storyline. And the second book, like, uh, just had a lot of plot issues and wasn't as engaging and the character motivations were very confusing to me. And I'm like, why, why would they do that? but I'm interacting with the author, right? So I'm like, I, I need to just focus on the positive. Yeah. I think a, th- I think a three-star review is a solid review. Like mm-hmm. that's decent. It's right in the middle. I'm not giving you a negative review. I'm not giving you an overwhelmingly positive review, but right. three-star is safe. Like right. here are the things I liked. Here are the things I had issues with, but yeah. it's, a, it's a decent book. Right. So <laughs> I am a little bit of a chicken in that way that I don't think I would ever give a book lower than three stars if I was interacting with the, with the writer. Oh, me neither. Oh yeah, my gosh. I think that's especially totally like yeah, and no. they're probably so eager to like hear your oh, opinion, yeah. and you know if they're sending it to you, it's like oh god, yeah, like, yeah, it was good, like I got through it. Yeah, because yeah. I I do want to be honest, but it's like they've put right. their heart and soul into writing this. It's yeah. already published. It's yeah. not like I'm a beta reader where I can say like, oh, you, you should change all of this and it would make it better. It's already to the end stages. That's so okay. what, what is me saying that really going to help that much? I'm just going to kick them. Yeah, exactly. Right. Kick them all their down. No, that's exactly. a really great point. Exactly. Yeah. So that's I'm just like, one. let's just focus on the positive. There were positive things I could find. Yeah. Well, move forward. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. On to the next book. Yeah. Exactly. On to the next one. Thank God there's like an endless supply of books that you can read and, you know. It's a little bit stressful though. And I don't know if I'll ever get through them. Right. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of the uh, analysis paralysis of it is and trying to figure out which one's going to be your next one. I got book mail. Yes. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before? I don't know, but I had four packages on my door and there were 16 books, 16 total books. I'm pretty sure 16, it was 14 or 16. And I'm like, I just got all these in one day. Oh wow. my God. I cannot read 16 books a day, 14 books a day. So if this doesn't slow down, I'm going to die with unread books on my shelf. Yeah, all these books. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's exciting. I'm so grateful, but I'm also like, I need to like do this as a full-time job, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that kind of your end goal? Do you think, do you think, you know, obviously you're on a good track right now, like things are going well and these type of platforms, you can make money and everything off yeah. of, like you said, you know, you mentioned audiobooks too, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. is that kind of like, you know, where you're seeing things go on TikTok? And so I have, I started this just for fun. Genuinely. I was like, I think it could be fun just to connect with other readers. Um, by six months when I was seeing growth and finding out how much money people were making on TikTok, I'm like, hold yeah. on a second. Yeah. People are like 
this is their full-time job. They're paying for their house. They're paying for their children, just making videos. And within the last couple of months, I have received some sponsorships and partnerships that I've made money from. That's awesome. Yes. It was a great surprise. And now I'm like, wait, I think I could really do this as maybe a career. I just am a little bit split on it because it is fun. I like doing it. And I think it's a great way to make a lot of money once you get to the point that you Right. are a little bit like more savvy with working with business people. Sure. I'm, I'm learning a lot about like media oh, yeah. kits, how influencers make money, how to contact businesses and, yeah. and just interact with them. I don't, you don't learn any of that. I didn't have any training on that. It's amazing how the internet has evolved and how, I don't know. I mean, I find, and I don't know if you feel this way, but with TikTok being so quick and so either you're in or you're not, you're, um, you know, attached or you're not to a certain piece of content, it's almost like harder to focus on more kind of long-term content Mm -hmm. or even something that's like a few minutes long now feels almost a little bit arduous after like videos on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. We get to the point where we're just like, uh, uh, and it's so easy just to keep going. Yeah. 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 So I am, I'm starting to explore like so my husband's encouraging me. Why don't you get on YouTube? Why don't you, the Instagram thing, this is what I'm trying. I'm trying to go to Instagram yeah. and then like, maybe you could do a newsletter. Maybe you could have a website and do book reviews because yeah. he's like still, you know, you hear the rumors all the time, like, oh, TikTok's going to go. Right. And then if TikTok right. goes, that's where my whole following is. And he's yeah. like, you'll lose it all if it goes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, I have seen definitely a lot of crossover, especially Instagram and TikTok, like people posting the same, you know there. So it is definitely a good idea, you know? Yeah. A way to so get I guess a I'm, demographic, I feel like too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I guess I'm just split on it because I do enjoy doing it. Do I think like it would be my dream job to do it? It would be fun. Do I think I would like love every moment of it? I don't know. There's pros and cons. Yeah. And that's why I'm like kind of starting up with the audiobook narration thing too, because maybe my platform will just give me a connection to authors. And then it's like, I can promote my audiobooks on my platform because I can see audiobook narration being a job that I would really love. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about an algorithm. It's just like, I can do it on my own schedule. I get to read, but I'm getting paid to read because I'm reading it out loud. Yeah. So, you know, I'm kind of in the middle somewhere right now. Like I could do this. This could be something I could do this. I'm yeah. 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 Well, it's a great place to be. And it sounds like your husband's super supportive, which is also really helpful. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, that's yeah. a big deal because a lot of people would, I don't know. Yeah, I assume. Well, well, like this type of, yeah, like platforms and stuff like that, having your career being like, I want to do, you know, venture off into this. And like you're saying, you've always done the traditional, you know, route with things. And so this is very non traditional. Exactly. And I'm actually fully done nursing now. As soon as we started trying for a second one, he was like, why don't you just stay at home? Which is hard because I still have student debt and I spent four years getting my degree. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure this is what you want me to do? <laughs> right? Like, okay. No, but that feels great too. Then that like being at home, you know, you can be a mom. Oh God, we just did it. I know we just did an episode on yeah. LuLaRoe. Which like this, I'm like saying the LuLaRoe stuff, but it actually applies it, here. It actually know? does. It's yeah. not an MLM scheme. Right. Like, <laughs> they were trying to rope in. Oh, if my husband was on here, he would love to have this conversation. I yeah. love that stuff. And we were just learning about all that. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, but anyway, like, this is a legitimate way to actually do that. And you're totally in control of your own career while still getting to like 
balance that being a mom and wife and everything yeah so. it makes it yeah. so appealing oh yeah. my gosh yeah and it's yeah so nice to make your own hours make yeah. your own time decide when you want to do things I mean I just can't even imagine like when do you get all this reading done yeah well that's the issue that's been happening since I was sick um, with this pregnancy starting, yeah. I had no motivation to read. So there was like an eight week period where I was like, I'm not reading anything. Yeah. Um, but I've gotten into now I'm actually, I'm listening to audiobooks a lot more. I have eBooks on my phones. So like when I'm in laying in bed, I can just oh, scroll through the eBooks. And I've been trying, like my husband and I have now created a schedule because it's easy when you're a parent just to get into this routine. Like mom pretty much does majority of the care. Dad's working and that's just how it is. And yeah. I just, you know, communicated with him. I feel like there's a lot that we talk about that I should be doing or could be doing to grow my, you know, my TikTok and my online presence. And I just don't have the time to do it. So we've like now scheduled out. Okay. These are your like alone hours that you can go back into your office and just work on what you need to work on. So it's almost like it's like a work schedule, but wow. flexible for our family. So, right. Right. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. That's so yeah. great. So and I'm like, I'll just read during those times if I have nothing yeah. else to, <laughs> to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I mean, Hey, it's all good for business and it's all part of it. So mm-hmm. yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. Do you like, when you listen to other audiobooks by other narrators, authors, whatever, do you find that you're recognizing qualities in them and in their narration that you're thinking to yourself, Hey, I'm going to implement that in mine. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's been very helpful since I, since I ordered my equipment. I'm like, now let me listen with a different yeah. intention behind my listening. I don't want to only enjoy the book. Right, I want to see how are they performing it? Right. How are they, what are they doing with their voice? Cause I had, I don't have any acting experience except for like middle school drama club. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I need to, I need to hear how, like, what's, what's getting hired. Right. Basically. That's what I was thinking. You probably now like look at it totally differently, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's enjoying it, but all right, I can pick up on this and this and this. So yeah, yeah. I remember to implement <laughs> Or like you start like copying, like she delivers a line and you're like, Oh, let me see if I can deliver it just like that. <laughs> right, <laughs> like exactly. that yeah. You're going to be a full like vocal, you know, chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you though, I was watching like YouTube videos of how to do certain accents because one audition, they wanted a Southern male. So I'm like, okay, not only do I not have a Southern accent, I'm not a male. So I'm watching this yeah. video, trying to do it. I'm like, I can only do one at a time. I can only do Southern or only do male. I can't do both. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Too many factors, too many changes. Like, oh my gosh, that's hard though. Holy crap. Yeah. My mom says to me, why you've been around because I was born in Arkansas, but we moved to Maine. She's like, you've been around enough people that have a Southern accent and you just have to deepen your voice. And my husband goes, oh yeah, you know what? Now that you've said it, she can do it. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yes, that made it okay. Appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah. all I have to do is all these impossible things and I'll be all set. No big deal. Well, you have a very like light feminine, like, you know, not high pitch, but you have a girly voice so yeah it's it sounds deeper in my head so it is a little bit of a shock when I go to listen I'm like I actually sound a lot girlier than I think I do isn't that weird hearing yourself back that took me a while at the beginning with editing and everything just like having to listen to us talk oh, back yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it's torture too because obviously you know our episodes are like an hour long we have to it's all up. your voice yes. yes and the editing and stuff because we picked up 
Oh, I forget for the first two episodes. Oh my we God. We both had like catchphrases that we didn't know we were like, saying. Like, and the two of us were like, did we pick the wrong project? <laughs> like, is this a dumb project <laughs> to choose? Because yeah. we're both like, we suck at this apparently. And we keep saying the same weird <laughs> stuff over and over again. But it's easy to kind of train yourself out of it eventually. Yeah. Once you catch it. And once you mm-hmm. get it the billionth time saying, yeah. you know, or whatever. Well, and even just like, you know, if we've recorded remotely or actually more so probably when we do it in person, <laughs> like the conversation sometimes almost sounds weird because we'll know that we kind of have to like pause for the next person so that it, you know, comes in for easier editing or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there's stuff like that too. Like what are, st- aside from just, I guess, like different ways that people have said stuff or things like that, like what other things have you kind of picked up if there's anything, you know, from listening to audiobooks? from listening things that you don't hear to when you're trying to record mm-hmm. like things that you notice yeah. I have so much spit in my mouth ah! I do not understand how I never hear other people spit <laughs> I'm talking and I'm like stopping after every two sentence like why do I have so much spit? too into it or something like I'm right? like I have to message somebody and ask if there's any like secret to drying out my mouth seriously like eat a lot of something with a lot of salt or like a bunch of crackers yes I have to figure something out or even just like natural pauses in breathing when I'm listening to other people I'm not picking up on like oh did they take a breath or how are they pausing wait am I supposed to edit out my my breathing or am I supposed to keep my breathing in like when you're just in between sentences and you like I wouldn't even think about that but yeah. that's so true and yeah. it's natural but yeah you have to almost get a little unnatural and right. weird with it just yeah. to make it sound normal on the delivery I'm over analyzing a little bit maybe I'm like let me just relax let's just see right Right. if I just see myself kind of thing that's so cool so yeah there's a lot of things that I think I'll continue to discover as I try to do it I wonder if it's like a good time to do you have any like other stories that you're thinking about sharing today and that would be good to yeah sure I've got one other one that I just did that people enjoyed that I was like okay let me just because not everybody, most people probably that listen to you have not seen me on TikTok. So I'm like, I'll just share one that, that another, other people liked. Um, but this one is called, So I Lost My Phone by Lynx. And I'll paraphrase this one as well, because it's just easier for me. But it's essentially my husband and I were getting ready to go out to dinner the other night. And if you take too long to get there, you have a really long wait. So we're like, we have to rush to get out the door. And of course, we're bringing along our toddler. So we show up, we get the appetizers. And then I realize that I don't have my phone with me. And I'm like, that's really weird. I bring my phone everywhere. So I'm like, okay, let me check my diaper bag. Not there. Well, now I'm worrying. Did I drop it on the way in? And then I'm thinking, is it in the car? So I'm not enjoying the meal. So I'm like, let me just go check. And then if it's nowhere, then whatever, I'll just deal with it later. I can cancel it. Maybe somebody took it. So I check with the host. They don't have it. I go to my car. It's not there. So I'm like, oh no, I really don't think I would have left it at home. So let me just see if I can call it. And maybe somebody picked it up. And so I sit down at the table, use my husband's phone, call it, and it actually does get answered. And so someone giggles and hangs up and I'm like, oh no, great. Somebody does have my phone. They took it. I'm going to have to cancel it from my phone plan, whatever. Try not to be upset the rest of the meal. We have dinner. We can go home. And when I walk inside the house, I see that my phone is actually sitting on the side table. (laughs) So it must've been there the whole time. Oh, Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So people are like, wait, who answered the phone? <laughs> again, again, you like, you get them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, the little, oh my gosh, the gotcha oh, at the end. Holy yes. crap. Yeah. Ooh. So my delivery is a little bit better in editing. <laughs> Oh, perfect. Oh no. my gosh. Yeah, this, <laughs> is, this is exactly what we were just looking for something to, you know, highlight you, feature you, and give people a little taste of kind of, you know, mm-hmm. what you're all about, what you have out there. Yeah. So, majority of my content, it's kind of switching now. A lot of it is book reviews and like book recommendations, but I want it to be a little bit more engaging and fun for people who aren't just strictly reading books. So, I'm turning to more story time. So, yeah. 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 Um, but oh, I also, true. I thought like for a second, okay, did I get myself in over my head a little bit? Because some of the comments are kind of scary. <laughs> like, oh, I, I have a ghost that lives in my house. And, you know, oh. then they tell me like their experiences. And I'm like, wait, this is too scary for me. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, I need to not read this before bed. Like, yeah. Right? <laughs> Let me not look at my comments until I'm in the daylight and I'm okay. feeling confident that I am safe. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh like, ooh, yeah, let me ooh. go check my biggest ghost thing if this ever happens I will lose my mind <laughs> my biggest ghost I don't know like I've watched ghost shows in the past and it's always like you go out into the kitchen and all the cabinet doors are opened oh I, I don't know. know why that just freaks me out so Ooh. much like mm-hmm. like that. that is freaky yeah, yeah. So. do you ever like get down a rabbit hole with your comments and you know from your listeners and stuff just you know. yeah I do like I think when I started out when I was smaller I didn't have as many comments so I like to respond to people I thought that was like one thing that was really nice about being a smaller account my husband is kind of coaching me he's like you are to the point where you just cannot respond to every comment you're yeah, spending so fun. much time it's just not going to be possible in the future so I think that's just something I have to kind of like break with myself I want to read them all and interact yeah yeah so, it is easy to just go down but some of them are super funny so it's it's almost a little bit relaxing in that sense but you never know what you're gonna get so that's very true (laughs) I mean TikTok seems like it's almost a little too good about taking stuff down that's like threatening or um inappropriate or whatever I mean you know do you have any times when you're like yikes like I this person is you know being inappropriate or harassing me or being obnoxious or rude yeah I I think in the past I was like a little more affected by it and now I'm just like walk yep (laughs) yeah this is my space like not my space (laughs) my (laughs) space yeah and so ultimately if someone doesn't like my content they don't have to see it I can block them they can block me I like used to feel bad about that now I'm just like all right we just we just don't jive it's fine block And there's yep. so many of them too. I mean, if you're doing it's as well as you're doing, yeah, it's, it's obvious that you're affecting people in a positive way because you do have all these followers who choose to catch up on your content and choose to mm-hmm. follow you and all that. So, you know, if you have a one-off weirdo, then that's just exactly what it is. They're a weirdo or they you know, have a different game plan and, you know, yeah, it is what it is. And just coming to terms with like, your, when you get to the point where you have hundreds of thousands of followers, people are like, there's different kinds of people. You're not going to be liked by everybody. In fact, there are some people who are like, they're obviously going to see your videos and be like, I do not like this type of person, or I do not like this person. And just coming to terms with like, oh, that's okay. I don't have to be liked by everybody, but it's a little bit like ingrained in you. You want to be liked. I mean, and- we're both such people. Pleasers. I was going to say, you're talking to the biggest, the biggest people, people pleasers in town. So like. <laughs> Okay, then yeah. there's three of us here in this chat. No, seen you at the yeah. meetings. Yes, 
I did have a, a little moment there where I was like kind of afraid of privacy and I was like, okay, I'm too easy to find. And then I just thought, you know what, I just have to take the perspective. Like, let's just believe that people are primarily good and I'm going to try my best to be like empathetic towards people and sensitive and respectful. And hopefully that comes through and I don't end up in a situation where somebody is able to right. stalk me yeah. really, no, <laughs> I guess it's, it's like, let me just anybody you, n- now with the internet. And especially those of us who were like very young, when we got onto the internet, we weren't protecting, protecting everything right from that young yeah. age. So we let things get onto the internet before we really knew the impl- like the the effects that that would have. So really it is easy to find anybody these days. And I'm like, I can stress about it. I can completely delete myself from the internet or I can just try to believe people are mostly good. And And even from a more cynical perspective, like, okay, who would want to like track me to like, who is going to be so incensed by my content that they're going to want to track me down, you know, cause harm to me. Like, what are you going to do? You know, there are a bunch of like goofballs on the internet. So who are probably afraid of their own shadow. It's so easy to be, you know, big and tough when you're saying something online, but to actually do something face to face or, you know, feel so passionate about it that you feel like you have to feel like you're saying it's such a rarity, you know? So like uh, speaking of scary stories too I'm sure it like gives you a maybe not better perspective but like a per- different perspective on you know well and the true crime stuff too like yes like I've told you some things that I know like for example in the one we covered I'm talking about um if somebody comes in with a mask I mean stuff has changed oh, yeah changed now with like cameras being everywhere but it all, it's always kind of thought that like, if somebody comes in to attack you and is worried about you seeing them, their face, it means they're going to let you live. Cause they don't want you to identify them. But like, if they're covering their face up and, or I mean, if they, if they don't care, if you see them, you're probably going to die, you're probably going to die because they, it doesn't matter. Cause they're not going to have this. Yeah. There we go. Let's and go down a really dark, a really dark right here. But. Well, it's funny, you know, we do all these episodes on like these different murder mysteries and disappearances and stuff like that. And you're so good and so well-versed in all this that like she'll just come up with a perspective that I never would have thought of like with something like that yeah. when we did Missy Beavers yeah of course know. I know off the top of my head but it was you know it's crazy I was like Lauren you know why would this killer do this and why would they behave this way and like why this that the third she's like well obviously you know he wanted no like, I've just I mean, read a lot of, I've just read a lot of Reddit too on it there's good reddit you know forums on true crime cases yeah. and stuff and web sleuths and all so but it's interesting it's like the more well-versed you get in this stuff I think it just gives you such an interesting and fresh perspective mm-hmm. on everything and it's probably why you're like such a great storyteller and why, why you'll be able to kind of venture into the audiobook realm seamlessly yeah before we close out I guess we should get all your info again yeah when you guys first messaged me and asked me to be on that I'm like or on this podcast I was like I am not qualified to be on a podcast is what I was thinking right thank you so much honestly thank you also when I listened to your first episode you said something that I was like oh wait no these these people are are the right kind of people because you said something like oh we're talking about history and you know maybe things you don't know we're gonna talk about the weird women in history and I was like I'm like I am qualified to be on this (laughs) so if you're looking to follow me my tag on TikTok is at bookfest at Tiffany's and you can actually connect to my Instagram right there in the like the little button that's on my bio as well so 
that's that's everywhere I am for that's now. That's awesome. Hey, that's it keeps it very easy and I'm sure everybody who's like chomping at the pit over here over the Halloween spooky stories is going to be so excited to pop over and you know you don't even have to open a book you can just listen to this lovely lady narrate it for you so thank you thank you <laughs> and I do have a playlist on there it's titled Halloween so you can go right through the the Halloween videos you know what we're doing for the rest of the yeah. day <laughs> yeah so what's next Thanksgiving like what's our next uh topic? yeah I, you know I really am the kind of person that starts talking about Christmas November 1st <laughs> Love Halloween, but I agree with you. It's nice to have a long, yeah, Christmas holiday season. So come Monday, I actually already have received a Christmas gift box and it's so cute. And so I'm ready to do that unboxing and start talking about all the the romance, the Christmas love stories. So, you know, my audience, I don't know if people are so into spooky and into romance, but I am. So that's the direction I'm going. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's great that you're so flexible and you have so many different genres that you can pull from because people get in moods too. And you, you don't necessarily want to be like, oh, well, this account's good for the month of October, but then I'm, I kind of, I'm going to drop off whatever. Like, it's great that you can be so flexible, just like get in there for Christmas as soon as Halloween's over and then Valentine's Day and my gosh there's just there's plenty yeah plenty to do yeah I'm learning but I'm just like you know what this started out as something that I wanted to do for fun so let me just try to keep it fun oh well it definitely it's fun for us so so I can see why (laughs) we have such a nice like listenership viewership it's a blast to watch like from that first video we were both hooked yeah yeah I really appreciate you inviting me to come on to this podcast. It was great. I was nervous. I was like, should I prepare more? It's been great. It's been a really good first experience. I get um, comments all the time like, oh, you should start a podcast. I'm like, I just don't know if I'm cut out for it. So you guys are doing the good work. <laughs> making a podcast. For it, Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Betsy Boss Podcast. If you'd like to find us online, we're on Facebook at Betsy Boss Podcast, on Instagram at Betsy Boss Podcast, on Twitter at Betsy Boss Pod, and our email is Betsy Boss Podcast at gmail.com. Also, Betsy Boss is now on both iTunes and Spotify. If you like what you hear, please rate, subscribe, and comment. Thanks again for listening. Oh,